Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Product Profit Pod Profit Productivity Podcast. It's your host, Michael Tipper, tongue-tied as ever. Who else would it be? So today has been a busy day, and it's been one of those days where I've been on a mission. So it wasn't one of those busy days where things come in and you're overwhelmed. You've got to deal with that. Another surprise of here, and, and it just it just overtakes you. It's been one of those busy days where things got done. And when things that came in that needed to get done, they got done as well. And so it's been on a, I describe it as being on a mission day. I've been on a mission today. Lots of focused effort. And I think it's possibly because I've had three calls today. They've taken up a considerable amount of time. Um, uh, one went longer than I, one was planned. One uh, came in halfway during the day and the other one was expected to be half the time it actually was. Um, but I think what happened is that the, the the removal of my time forced me into getting greater levels of momentum and greater levels of progress and greater levels of decision making about what I was doing. So uh, that's been the theme of today. So let me start by talking about meeting preparation. So I have a daily meeting with my webmaster, a very bright industrious, professional guy. Uh, it's been a joy working with him and just absolute delight to have found him. And because of the time zone difference, he works in the Philippines, uh, I work in the UK, um, we plan a meeting towards the end of his day, the start of mine. And so what I do when I get up in the morning, having done my morning routine around about 6.45, 7 o'clock, sometime around there, having finished it, uh, on my way to the shower, I quickly check that he's uh, signed in for work so he sends me an email every day saying that he started work and then I send him an email saying fantastic let's meet at and normally it's anywhere between 7.30 and 9 depending on what's happening in my schedule. Today it was uh, I said well let's meet at 7.30. Now by the time I'd showered and got ready I was ready for the meeting but only just and I was just about to launch in the meeting I suddenly thought I haven't looked at the reports he's given me through our task management system to see the progress he's making. So I thought, well, I could just go on. We'd have a, we'd have a friendly chat. Hi, how are you doing? What have you been up to? What have you managed to achieve? And then I might look at it then. But I thought, no, that actually is not doing, it's not paying respect to what he has done for me. So it is beholden on me to acknowledge and respect his contribution by reviewing what he's done so I can come into the meeting prepared rather than trying to catch up with the meeting. So I delayed the time, sent him a quick message. I'll be five minutes later than normal. And I went on, checked the tasks that he'd been doing, identified uh, the progress he'd been making, got up to speed with things. And so it meant the meeting that we had was far more, was tighter, was far more informative and much more productive because... I was able to look at what he'd been doing and we identified some problems and we dealt with a couple of issues and we had a really good quality meeting because I'd made that extra preparation. So meetings are a big problem. So when I was doing the leadership work in organisations, the, the way meetings are conducted is a really good indication of the level of accountability in an organization. It's a really good indication of just how effective an organization is, depending on how their meetings are run. And I can remember in one organization, or one part of the organization, we managed to have them reduce their meetings such that I think they came, they, they dropped something like three and a half thousand man hours of meeting time because of the refinements that we gave them. So meetings are really, really important. Now, a meeting used to be face-to-face, but now it's very much an engagement with someone live over Zoom or something like that. So 
it's something that I am starting to tighten up more on, particularly as I start to get busier, particularly as more people start to want to engage with me. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. So having that ability to plan and prepare and be far more targeted, far more focused, agenda driven is something that is something that's going to drive your productivity. And it's something that um, I felt again, the example of it today. I think having worked pretty much solo for a lot of the last year, certainly, and not engaged that much with people, as I'm starting to ramp up, I'm starting to realize that I've maybe have let my meeting muscles get a little bit flabby. So um, now in yesterday's episode, I talked about the problem I'm having of writing lots of ideas down and just sort of wallowing and lying around my, my desk and my work area on bits of paper and post-it notes and that I needed to do a system. And this morning I thought, right, I'm going to deal with that straight away because the problem has arisen. I'm going to have a just-in-time approach to dealing with the difficulties I am going to face and to solve the problems I'm going to encounter. I can't... I can't anticipate them all. I'd love to be able to. There's a part of my psyche that actually is quite good at that, thinking about what I'm going to do and what might the possibilities, uh, might the problems being. Um, I've been described as the uh, canary in the coal mine, uh, looking, looking out for the things that might go wrong. It's just the way my, my brain is wired to spot things like that. Um, but you can't always anticipate them. And when you're on a mission, sometimes something comes up and if you're in that focus mode, you have to deal with it there and then. So yesterday... Talking about these ideas, I thought this morning, right, I'm going to get on it, I'm going to get started. But I got sidetracked into something else. All of a sudden, I find myself at the end of the day and I still haven't dealt with it. And uh, I've got to get on top of that. I can't let these things suddenly appear and just let them drift. I've done that too much over the last couple of years when things haven't been as pressured. And I think I've got to start upping my game and becoming one of those go-getters. I remember there was an episode I did about 14 months or so ago where I'd I'd met a group of people and just watched them operate in a meeting environment. And it was was just sweet to see these guys take something, deal with it, and then uh, someone come up with an action in the meeting and they'd quickly tap on their computer and bang, it was done. And things that it was just it was just a joy to see. And it's like, I want to have more than that because I've been like that in the past. I have been described as someone's busy man when I used to work. This was in the days when I was working on submarines. Um, so getting to that level is where I need to get to again. So this this element of reaction, I need to plan in if that makes sense. I'll need to uh, to uh, make sure I engage that muscle more often. And rather than see it, park it and plan for it to be done, I've got to see it, deal with it and then move on because I'm about to go into a stage where I don't have the luxury of waiting to deal with some of the things that crop up. And so um, I need stronger reactivity muscles. In fact, in fact, only a day or so ago, I was talking about the human ability to adapt um, the uh, the ability to because I mentioned yesterday I was feeling on the edge of overwhelm and I think it's in that I think it's almost a a, a great place to be so that I can have the energy and the and the drive and the thrust to keep making sure that I have more mission days and more focused effort. So um, I mentioned earlier on I had I had three calls today. I, sp- I spoke to my um, good buddy Pete Clark in Australia and we did this uh, we did the momentum thing in November together where we looked at the combination of um, mindset and productivity and uh, we had a really great time. Uh, he's a fabulous guy and we were just having a catch-up call today and he was telling about a project that he's currently doing. So 
He's looking to shift his business activity such that he takes Fridays off. Now, if uh, you've listened to the Robert Craven interview I did on my peakperformanceproductivity.co podcast interview a few weeks ago, he talks about taking Friday off. And uh, it's a, it's, depending on what your work pattern is, you might think, well, I can't take Friday off, I'm too busy. Um, I know for me to take Friday off at the moment with my current way I'm working would be, I'm too busy. I can't, I, I couldn't do that. That is probably a belief. Uh, and a measure of my ineffectiveness, I suppose. But what Pete's doing, he's spending three months, I think he's given himself to the end of March, where he's going to shift to taking Friday off. And he says, he was telling me about this this morning, he's going to combine the power of the deadline and Parkinson's rule. Parkinson's rule, Parkinson's law says that the effort required fits the time available. And so by combining a, a strong deadline, and forcing him to get work done in four days rather than five days, he's going to ensure and work towards taking out that Friday. And because he's a coach, he's going to track his progress, he's going to work out what works and find uh, and apply himself through applying productivity techniques, through mindset techniques, and get to that level where he's still earning and achieving as much, if not more, but in a shorter amount of time. So as you hear that, what goes through your mind? So could you take 20% of your current effort time and just not work in that time and do something that you've always wanted to do, spend time with family, um, just chill out in front of the television, um, go to yoga all day, um, walk in the country all day, go out on your bike, play your guitar all day, or whatever it might be. Could you do that? Um, there are many people who do. And all it takes is discipline, focus, the ability to adapt, and the ability to sharpen up those thought muscles, the decision-making muscles, the productivity muscles, and also the saying no muscles. Um, I admire him for doing that. And because I want to squeeze all the juice out of my time, it's a, it's a concept that I, it's still alien to me. But I do know, or at least I like to think, maybe I don't know, I, I'm hypothesizing that were I able to take a day out of my schedule and just be, I certainly know my partner would be happy, she'd be very happy, um, then it's likely that using Parkinson's law and the power of deadline, I might be able to get even more done. I don't, know if I'm, I don't think I'm quite there yet, but it's, it's interesting. And I wonder what you think about that and what challenges you think you would face and what you would have to overcome to enable that. But think what it'd be like if you could achieve what you achieve now in 80% of the time it currently takes you, and then use that 20% that's left over for something that is going to nurture you, what would you do? What would life be like? How, would, how better would you feel? How much healthier could you be? How much happier could you be if that was the case? Anyway, he, he, was, he inspired me when he told me about that. I'm looking forward to hearing how he gets on with that. So I mentioned earlier on I've had three calls today. So yes, I have had three calls today. And um, there was the call with Pete, and that was a catch-up, and uh, I got a lot of value. I always get a lot of value. I was energised by speaking to Pete. Um, so that was, that was good. Uh, we planned half an hour, but we went on for an hour because it was just one of those quality conversations. And I think when it comes to the time that you spend, sometimes there's a deep richness that you can get from connecting with another human being on a heart-to-heart, -heart, open, vulnerable, authentic way 
where there's trust and there's respect and there's support, there's nurturing, there's empathy. That that is a lot of energy that comes from that. And whilst I'd planned to have 30 minutes with Pete to catch up, we had an hour because it was one of those conversations. And I think sometimes with the pace of everything that's going on, it's just a good thing just to park the productivity for a while and just sit down and kick back and say, how you getting on, mate? What's going on? And sharing and supporting and being supported. And so it was a fantastic conversation. Um, then uh, this afternoon at the end, I had a, another conversation with my good buddy, Pete. We have a weekly call on Thursday because we've been working together for 10 years or so. And uh, one of the best coaches I've ever encountered. Amazing guy. And he's been on the podcast. So if you want to find out about Steve, go and listen to, I think it's episode number five. So we have a weekly call, catching up on stuff and just talking about business and what we're doing and then supporting each other and just challenging and questioning. It's just another really good call. It's one of those things that it's another investment in my time. And I have a number of those. And then I had a call with uh, uh, Gavin, uh, who's also been on the podcast Gavin Ingham, another one of my friends, colleagues who I've connected with in the last, or reconnected with in the last 12 months. And we're working together on parallel book projects. So we're following and adopting the same system for using a book to, to, to create the book and then uh, use it in our uh, positioning and marketing efforts to generate more leads for our respective businesses. So we had a call about that. Um, so there's a lot of time spent talking today. And those three conversations all had value and all contributed. The only challenge is it takes me away from doing other stuff. And it's about finding the balance between being able to do to time those calls at a time when I am more suited to calls than work and maybe tighten them up a little bit so that I can still get the same impact, but maybe in a shorter amount of time. And I'm finding now I'm getting multiple requests for my time. Um, some of which I can turn down, but there are others which I will I will certainly give because of the relationship I'm nurturing with uh, those who have asked for it, because I know if I asked them, they would give me the time. So it's uh, it's really interesting to, to look at my schedule now, look at the interaction I'm having with other people. 12 months ago, I was talking to one person a week. Now I'm talking to two or three people a day. And it's not just random conversations. They are meaningful, supportive conversations. So uh, anyway, so that's the, the human side of stuff. Let me sort of get back to good old productivity, boring spreadsheets and tick sheets and stuff. So today I've been working on, um, I've created the first module of my online program. Well, I say created, I've updated it. There's a six module program, it's in place already, but I'm just updating it to bring it into the 2020s. And I've had to do some work on uh, editing videos, refining them, uploading them, writing descriptions, and all sorts of settings on the website. And there's been um, just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve individual actions or steps for 19 videos. So you work out the maths and how many, how many individual actions and things I need to do on those. I've had to do that today. Now, one of the things about doing this repetitive stuff over similar type files is that it's very easy to forget or lose or lose track or make a mistake or not be consistent. And so to minimize the impact of human error, human fallibility, I created a check checklist where I had the, the list of the files down the one page the, and then what I had to do across the top. And then as I did it, I ticked it. And it's been really, really useful. 
Um, and as I've and it's been interesting watching as I've done the task. So watching my mindset about the task, which is of oh, I've got to do this. It's a bit tedious because I've got to go through this process. But on the other hand, enjoying the process of planning it out and seeing and getting the dopamine hits every time I did a tick. But as I'm doing these tasks, it's interesting watching my mind to spot better ways of doing it. Something as simple as I had to go into my website, go to a page. Because of the number of pages, I had to go to the second listing of it. And what I was doing was going to the bottom of the page to click the next arrow to go to the next showing of the page. And then I suddenly realized, actually, I could do it at the top. But it's only a tiny, tiny movement. But I suddenly shaved a fraction of a second off the process. It suddenly got easier. And then there was one where I had to basically recreate a new page from a template and the template was all over the place so I renamed it so that it was always going to be the next file down. So little things like that made the job more interesting, more exciting and a lot quicker and whereas it might have taken me five minutes to do the task that I needed to do at the start, I, 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 I shaved that down to maybe three minutes, maybe two and a half minutes and there's this almost like a pride in trying to find other ways of doing it which got me engaged so I found that really really useful for me today so it's just one thing and, I, and I'm trying to get my uh, fabulous webmaster into doing this uh, is to being very thorough by listing the tasks where they're repetitive listing what they are and ticking them as they go through you'll be amazed at just how important that is it's not something that is unusual. When uh, pilots are doing their things, when they're checking the aircraft, they have a checklist, they tick it off. That's how they stay safe because they know it's been done. Um, and in the industries I've worked in the past where there's been lots of technical stuff, they, they, they tick these sheets and that's how they track it. So it's a really powerful way of doing it. So that's that. I thought I need to throw something spreadsheety, um, uh, left brain retentive type stuff in there. So let me come on to a positive intelligence quotient. Again, this week it's all been about the, the judge. Today's been about judging circumstances. Been a really easy meet day for me today because my judge says spend so much time beating myself up about giving myself a hard time. It's too busy doing that to worry about what's going on around me. To, and so... I am not phased by difficult situations. So I recently found out that I need to move flat in six months' time because uh, my landlords are selling up. Okay, I need to deal with that. No, oh my God, no, I don't want to leave here. I've lived here for so long. I love living. None of that. It's like, okay, that's the situation. Um, maybe it's time for you to move on. I can move to uh, um, a different place. Um, other things may come from that. I don't know what they are yet, but let me find the gift and opportunity in this, which, by the way, is a sage response. So today, so I'm already well along the way to be able to uh, have that approach. So today's training hasn't been quite as impactful as the other days have been. And then finally, um, I am, I, I'm an impatient writer. I've discovered that. So in order to capture the potential topics for me to talk about during the day, I jot down things on a, a scrap of paper with a little mind map. And, uh, and that keeps... As an eye, oh, I can talk about that tonight. That's going to be useful. That's going to be relevant. I'll share my thoughts on that. And I'm looking at this piece of paper. And there's three or four things there where I have not got a clue what they mean. No idea whatsoever. And that's why I say I'm an impatient writer because what happens, I get an idea and I, I scribble it and scrawl it on the paper because I'm too busy doing what I'm doing to stop and write it out in full so it's going to be coherent later on. I assume that I know from the squiggle because I know in the moment what that means. When I come back later on, three or four hours later, I'm going, I have no idea 
what's going on there. So I just thought I'd share that. I, I don't know whether you suffer from something similar. So that's today's uh, episode. I've been uh, really pleased with the way it's gone today. Another mission day. I should play the Mission Impossible music. Dum 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 Now I'm only like practice of that because when I last did my live face to face development work. I had my audience doing just that in three different parts. So um, hopefully I don't have to pay any royalties on that because I've just sung the Michelin Impossible theme. Who knows? So that is today's episode. Until tomorrow. <laughs>